This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. You are listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the daily best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the daily best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, Seven and a half minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. Uh, And we are excited and ready to go for another one. Teachers, uh, we told you uh, what to do, uh, and hopefully uh, you'll do it. Uh, It's participating in the world's largest classroom uh, with Rick and Bubba today. If uh, you are going to be with us uh, listening live, archived, watching on the YouTube channel, whatever the case may be, let us know uh, that you're with us. Uh, take pictures of the class. Uh, send those to us. Uh, put them on your social media. Uh, include us in it, at Rick and Bubba. Or if you would like to just send your pictures to us, support at rickandbubba.com. We will be reading Green Eggs and Ham, as is the norm, uh, to the world's largest classroom today, children all over America for Read Across America today. And uh, so looking forward to that. That will happen live teachers, if that's what you're needing to know, uh, at 8.20 uh, Central Time. Uh, and uh, if, uh, if you want to try to catch that live, uh, if not, then you know you got the archives. You can go grab that uh, on your own time. I, I did get this uh, yesterday. Uh, I, uh, someone who is a, a security officer at the school said one of the fifth graders, okay, this is in Arkansas, came up to me at lunch and said, Rick and Booger, are reading to us tomorrow, so uh, so, so 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 that there, so you know what, pretty close. Uh, yeah. So that's uh, we got that. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy have already given you a kickoff hour. Adler settles in to handle the YouTube options for you today, and there's the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master at a Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, let's put our hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! Hey, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, welcome into the little party we call Rick and Bubba. Sitting on the back porch, talking about the happenings of today. Yep. Sammy Hagar in the circle. Sammy Hagar in the circle. Uh, and so, uh, would you like to know who the bass player is of the circle? Uh, the circle, the bass player is. Uh, he was mentioned on the show yesterday. Uh, d- uh, he is. Uh, 
gosh, what's his name? I can't can't think of it right off the tip of my tongue there. Michael Anthony, formerly with Van Halen. Yep, yep, Michael Anthony. There you go. Got it. Mm-hmm. Mikey. Got it. So uh, he and Sammy basically decided when the, that, that last breakup of Van Halen, he kind of went with Sammy. <laughs> he said enough of the Van Halen Well, brother. the Van Halen brothers. It's kind of like the Burgess brothers. A lot of us goes a long way. A little of us goes a long way. Um, all right. So uh, we, we got a lot to unpack on the program today. I mentioned Read Across America, so we got that. Uh, put that over in the happen. Uh, in the happen. In the happen. Uh, we, you know, I will, um, it, it was interesting Um some of the things that we we discover now in our ongoing thing with automobiles and how they keep you know they keep, I saw where now the U.S. Postal Service they're going to order a bunch of electric cars and they got to order some chargers because you know that's important yeah, yeah and uh, yeah. <laughs> your electric car is not a lot of fun without a charger uh, but I uh, <clears throat> I noticed that the um, the truck that I'm driving is a Hendrick driver it started telling me you know these little things that keeps telling you. All the things that need to be done. Oh, look, you got tire pressure, and then oh, well, your washers out. You know, you need more washing fluid, and and you know, it's always talking to you about stuff. And of course, then it said it's it. You know, it goes from oil change suggested to oil change required. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, now it's getting mad now, at you. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Now it's mm-hmm. angry. Pay attention. And, and it's not going to leave you long about it. Right. And um, so uh, and you know, when you take big lift, you know, into to get the oil change, it's it's a you know, it's it's a different deal. And um, but. <laughs> But I wish that with all this incredible technology that somehow this automobile that can now do all these things, I mean, there's screens in them now as big as a computer and, um, and big, you know, or even a, a, a flat screen TV. I wish it had the ability that when you finally give in to its demands, that the, all the alerts would go away. Yeah. But, but that doesn't happen. No, you, then, doesn't. You, you then have to go back and you're the one that has to let it know that you did what it wants you to do. It doesn't know it. Right. It knows it knows to dog you about it. Yes, but it doesn't know when you've answered. And I thought, could we not just finish that step? Right. And uh, so I, I knew it pretty quick. Have you ever gone to to a place to get any kind of auto work done, and you know pretty quick that you've got the guy that would be the closest thing to you, which yeah. is not good. All right. You know, right. I mean, he's got the gig. He's probably going to learn it better, but you yeah. can tell he's not quite as savvy as the ones you've dealt with before. Right. And you think, oh, wow, so this would be like me, almost like I couldn't believe I got a yes. <laughs> you know, everybody's so desperate now to get people to work that, I, wow, they let me do this. Yeah. And, and God love him. I mean, he was very, very kind. But I could tell pretty quick he wasn't exactly on it the way the guys I normally mm. deal with. And I knew that was going to And, of course, I'm the issue because now it's the blind leading the blind because I'm no help to him and he's no help to me. And and now he can get me in the bay and get me set up and, uh-huh. and all that. And, of course, then, they, and then it also shuts the place down. And what a blessing for us that it shuts the place down that we get in a different automobile every year. You know, they lie for you to stay in your automobile so they just pull you up in their records because, you know, I go there. It's where right. I go to get this right. service done. Well, it, it it just blows their mind. I wish you'd seen his face. He goes, "You ever been here before?" Well, that answer is actually yes. Yes, yeah. of course. It, and he goes, "Okay." Well, he goes, "Well, just hand me your sticker." And I said, well, "I don't have a sticker." And look, mm-hmm. his face because you can tell that was on the list. He was running right. his list because he was new. Right? Huh? I thought you said you've been here before. I have, but but not in this vehicle. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> Confusion. That's first time with this vehicle, so I don't. I wouldn't have a sticker. Oh. And then at that point, he just, all right, we'll just come on in. I was like, it's going to be all right. I, we can start over. <laughs> we, I mean, we, we got yeah, this. You can get the pad back yeah. out. I, I'll fill out the information. Mm-hmm. It's all right. You know, I know you're not looking forward to trying to find that VIN number. I got yeah. it. But, yeah. but, I mean, we can do all this. It's not that big. It's inside the door, that, I think, somewhere. Mm-hmm. He goes, yeah, it is. I said, okay, we're going to be all right. <laughs> and, so, and so we get in there, 
Well, when it finally gets finished, I said, and I knew I just did this. I think now for fun, I said I need to reset these alerts now. Oh, not he, the reset. <laughs> look, 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 and listen. You see him, Larry Wayne. You know, I mean, <laughs> right. he, he, now he's screaming for the guy that's been there. Why won't anybody help me? Help! <laughs> you know, and uh, and then he looks at me, and it's a fair point. Mm-hmm. You don't know how to reset it? No, I yeah. don't. I, when they, they went over that, I don't think they even go over that when I pick the vehicles up. I, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. that's tough. Yeah, and, and then, and then of course, you, when Larry Wayne comes over, he's all over it. I mean, Larry Wayne looks at all, both of us like, you bunch of <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. come on. We all know yeah. better than that. Right. Yeah. No, turn it off. Don't, 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 don't crank it, sir. Oh, I, okay. Ooh. Just put it on. Uh-huh. Put on the brake. Okay. Then he starts, tick, 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 tick. and you yeah. see all the different options sure. coming up. And, he, and, and at about 14, 15 seconds, he's like, all right, you're good. And I think to myself, gosh, I should have paid attention. Yeah. That was only 15 seconds, you know, and uh, because if not, the car keeps acting like you didn't listen. And, yeah. and then it starts getting kind of angry. Right. You going to change this oil or what? Right. I have. I have. I did it. I promise. How do you not know that? Why won't you How do you know me? I need it, but you don't know I did it? Yeah. That didn't make any sense uh. to me. Because <laughs> it's on a timer. Yeah, I guess. Uh, 16 minutes pass. Mm. So, I'll, it was. It, I wasn't any help to him, and he had to find help for me. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. All right. So let, let's. If, if you if you turn on the news or you you go on social media and you're on Twitter, one thing becomes blatantly obvious: the world is in desperate need. Desperate need. And you've heard us talk about this. On the show, uh, we talked about it from what happened this last weekend. Uh, this country is crying out for godly men. Uh, men must not give up meeting together, encouraging one another, uh, and and we talk about this on the show all the time. It's always been true, but I'm not sure that uh, there's ever been a time where it is more true. The world is full of cynicism, darkness, and, and godly men need to stand together in fellowship and in prayer. And that's what inspired Jason Whitlock. And if, you, if you're if you not watching Jason Whitlock on Blaze or following him, I mean, he, he's just a, a bastion of wisdom. He's a straight shooter. He's like us, full of common sense. Uh, so he has organized something called Fearless Army Roll Call. It, it's an all-day event to encourage men to put on the full armor of God and stand against the evil forces that are destroying our culture. Now, at the conference, you're going to hear speeches from Jason, and, and that will, that'd be worth it right there, but but several special guests. Uh, and they're going to inspire you to be a better husband, a better father, a, a better witness for Christ. Roll call will inspire, uplift, and, yes, even entertain, because the fellowship's important, too. So join hundreds of men that are like-minded. They're going to be in the Music City, Nashville, on April the 15th for this very important conference, probably more important than ever, that we have these kind of gatherings. Tickets will likely sell out, so go ahead and secure yours now by going to fearlessarmyrollcall.com. Put all that together. Fearlessarmyrollcall.com. Reserve your spot today in hurry because the prices are going to go up in 10 days right after. Uh, matter of fact, it's, it's, it's closer now. Uh, it's actually going to go up after March 5th. So pay attention to that right now. Fearlessarmyrollcall.com and get your plans now to be in Nashville. Thank you for being with us today. Yesterday's Wednesday Bible Study Archive is now available on our YouTube channel and our podcast channel, uh, The Letter to the Church at Laodicea as we walk through the Revelation. That's now out and available. Go grab that if you so desire. All right, so, Bobby, you were, you, you said there's um, there's something concerning us in China. I guess that's going to be every day now. Well, you know, China continues to build up their military, and um, we know they're on a 100-year plan to be the most dominant 
uh, country on the planet. Mm -hmm. And they have been building their military and their Navy especially at an alarming rate. You know, they they have more ships now than the U.S. does. And uh, they're sitting at about 355 military ships ready to go to war. Um, They predict that they will be over 400 in the next few years because they have many under construction right now. The U.S. still has more heavy lift capabilities because we have 11 aircraft carriers. But our prediction, we w- we're we under 300 ships. We won't even be to 350. The Navy projects till 2045. So that's how far ahead they are for a shipbuilding <clears throat> of us. So it is also called on us to have weaponry to take out more ships quickly, easily and least, uh, less expensive than what we have done in the past. Mm-hmm. And the Navy showed a test yesterday of a new JDAM weapon they're using. It's a 2,000-pound dumb bomb, but they put this JDAM accessory hey, hey, on it. Hey, he likes to say it. Well, it's, yeah. That's the name of it, JDAM. Okay. And, uh, and, and it will use GPS and or there's a TV version of it, and it can guide a dumb bomb like it's a smart bomb. Well, this two thousand pound bomb is is a quick sink weapon, and it's designed it's designed to take a ship out mm-hmm. very quickly with one bomb, and and they showed some footage of that yesterday. Look at that big old ship, and it is blown completely up with one bomb. Wow! And Split it, in half, and it sinks almost immediately. Yeah, that's. Uh... I don't know if you've got audio of the explosion. If you, I don't. I don't think it has audio. Yeah, yeah I've got the audio. But, up, you see, but and here is uh, footage from the ship itself. Oh wow, that's a bad place to be. And you are going down in the water pretty you quick. Are. I mean, you look go. how fast that goes down. J dam. Mm-hmm. I mean that. <laughs> it hits. Right. Sh- it hits. I J dam. Look at that. <laughs> it hits. Right. I'm sorry. It hits the ship, and the ship is gone in 30 seconds. Wow. Uh, and so, that's a pretty big ship, too. So are we going to get lectured like we did about shooting the balloon down or saying things about China and all this kind of stuff? I know that every now and then if we say anything too mean about China, they lecture us. Uh-huh. Well, I'm, I don't I don't guess we're asking for any lecture. Right, yeah. You know, now this, we, we saved China in World War II. You don't forget that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Japan had them on the ropes. We yeah. pulled them out. And this demonstration was in the Gulf of Mexico? Uh, I don't know where that demonstration I believe so. was, but yeah. that, that's I believe pretty impressive. Lake Martin. Says. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> Lake Martin. <laughs> Logan Martin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh so that I guess we're we're saying you may be you may be making more in, uh than we have quicker but we can drop them out pretty quick. You know the thing about that 2000 pounds bomb they're using mm-hmm. too it's it's uh fairly inexpensive compared to some of our weaponry. Uh it's about a $30,000 bomb and even with the JDAM addition to it it's mm-hmm. far beyond far less than what some of our guided uh, uh you know cruise missiles and all that stuff is so but that's pretty impressive to take wow. out the, and that ship was gone fast Quick i mean sink. within seconds it's underwater yeah that that uh, that's impressive uh and isn't it a shame we have to worry about all that it is but uh but it's it's that's pretty much going to be the case until it's all resolved well that's the only way peace yeah. through stirring yeah, yeah. no yeah. other way around it yeah look yeah. what we have <laughs> right. Hey, yeah. check this out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the back and forth and, yeah, and all that. Oh, quick sync. Okay. Also saw where two U.S. Air Force commanders and four subordinates, uh, subordinate, I can't say subordinates, that subordinates were fired. They failed to ensure safety of our nuclear weapon weapon stockpile uh, in North Dakota. Mm. Said uh, when 
when uh, they went into the backgrounds uh, and they they were checking them and keep in mind what they're watching, they failed to pass safety and security checks. That's good. So they got rid of. Uh, but what are they? Were they? Were the guys in the silos or what? Uh, says uh, <laughs> says they were let go after they failed to ensure uh, the nuclear stockpile is safe in their hands. Mm. <laughs> a lot of rule breaking, maybe. You know, that's a very vague description. Yeah, but, it, it's, uh, but I don't like the way it sounds. No, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't like it. I'd like to yeah. know more details about it. It's, and, and I will agree with the colonel yes. uh, who said uh, this, and and I agree with this one hundred percent. Anything less in this particular place in our military, anything less than one hundred percent compliance is unacceptable. Yep. There's too much. So on, is, too, is this where they gave them the test? You know, and I, I know it's a lot of war games. We all saw the mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. The, these guys in these silos get get a code every week, and they punch it in and put the keys in, mm-hmm. and they don't know if they're doing a test, they're doing missile maintenance, they're doing a run-through, right. or if they're launching their missiles. They don't know. They said that the official, and I guess those of you in the military, that of course I understand this, it's not some deep concept on this <laughs> statement, we have a loss of confidence in their ability to lead uh, this Air Force base in North mm-hmm. Dakota. We do you not. know what that means, Rick? They they got the code and they were supposed to turn the key uh-huh. and one of them wouldn't do it. Uh huh. <laughs> Something happened. It, it reminds me of they when had to you, point the guns at each other. So I, turn it, that key or I'll do it. It sounds like one of these has has happened. Uh, of course, we never thought we'd live long enough that we'd have people in these positions that that wouldn't that we'd lose confidence in. Right, right. But now, when I look at the state of uh, our, our people today, I think eh, I can see that. Uh, that's but, what happened in war games, Bubba. Remember? Yeah, yeah that's, that's what he said. Yeah. Reliving that opening scene of it. What? Well, well, I love uh, that movie. In. Um, for its time, it was awesome. Yeah, it's a great. And movie. I heard they're remaking it. Is that true? Oh, don't mess like with it. Like Red Dawn and all that. No, they're going to do. I hope they did better. They did on Red Dawn. The uh, so when I worked at Joe's Car Wash, mm-hmm. y'all remember the legendary oh, yeah. stories of that. And I've told y'all this before. But I've it, seen it. But it reminds me of this. We had a a superior uh, supervisor that came to the the car wash one day unannounced and stole all the money out of the register and left. And we all were frantic looking for it. And he came back and says, what's going on? And, and nobody wanted to say anything. And we were like, what? And he goes, he goes yeah, what's you got? something wrong? <laughs> he said, I, I said, I want to come check the numbers for today. And we're all just like, oh, man, somebody, somebody stole all the money. And then finally he says, you know who stole it? I did. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'll come up here and y'all, y'all bunch of jackhammers are out there goofing off, playing with playing with, that empty play, playing with brushes. Sword grease gun. Yeah, got the grease gun out, chasing each other with it. And <laughs> yeah. I went in the office, stole every dime we had. <laughs> How about them looks on your face? You know what he said? I've lost confidence in your ability to run Joe's car wash. Yeah, I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> I believe so, so he is right. Valid. So something like that happened, yeah. and, and, they, and they didn't pass that test. Nope. Bottom of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Yep. Uh, all right, so we'll go to Biden. We'll go to Biden. Where to go? We'll go to Biden. Basement Joe. He's hiding in the basement. Said everybody know. Basement Joe. So for some reason, uh, we we have this story today, and and people are you know we're we're constantly watching the cognitive skills of the leader of the free world, and uh, and, and he and the first lady. They're saying raised eyebrows because the, they ordered the same dish. And I thought to myself, why would that be such an eyebrow razor? Uh, but apparently at the Red Hen, uh, they, they both ordered exactly the same thing, which is uh, one of the signature dishes there. Um, 
and I will disagree with this person on Twitter. I honestly have never heard of, uh, of a couple, married or otherwise, order the exact same at a restaurant. Well, uh, yeah, you know, it does happen. It sometimes. does happen. I mean, I've, um, I've, I've actually had my, now I haven't had my I've wife. I've done it. I've done it. My wife doesn't order for me. Why are you looking at me? But uh, because I, I know that you and you, you, because you drive people crazy when it comes to menus, you can't make a decision. Yeah. But, but, I, but I have, he wants that, to pool everybody with their eating. But I have sat there before across from my wife, and I always let her order first unless she says, You order, I'm not ready yet. If not, I'll say, All right, baby, you're up. And she'll order something and she'll add it things. And I'll look, I'll look at the, uh, wait, it the sounds wa- good. waiter or waitress and say, I'll tell you what, I'll take that too. Yeah, I do that all the time. But, but I think what they're talking about, and because I've seen this having, you know, a dad who's, who has Alzheimer's now, he does not have the ability to order for himself anymore. And so what happens is when when you, he, you sit down, he he's not going to order because he's just has lost the ability to do that. So what I will do if I'm with him, or what mom will do if she's with him, is we'll go ahead and make sure that we order for him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what this person was observing was right. that, not just yeah, I'll take what she's having. That the first lady said, "Here's what we want," and ordered this dish for both of them. And um, so mm-hmm. that's raised some eyebrows. I don't know if that's fair or unfair, but when you hear this clip, you may understand more of what they're saying. So here is the president, and I'm just going to ask, uh, I think, Helmsy, so far you've been the one that seems to have the ability to discern when we have okay. callers that, that we can't understand. See if you can grab this word for us, okay? okay. All right, so here, here we go. By the way, you docs are good. If there's any angels in heaven, they're all nurses, male and female. You know why? You guys let us, you guys make us, allow us to live. Nurses make you want to live. Allow us to Okay, we got that part. No, the right, first part. The, what was that first part? Wow. You can pick it up. Some about nurses angels, in heaven. Something yeah. about angels? And yeah. angels. Oh, let's hear it again. Uh, okay, okay, all right. Everybody, so, uh-huh. Salute. He just saluted nurses. By the way. You docs are good, but there's any angels in heaven, they're all nurses. You docs are good. Okay. 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 You docs are good, but if there's any angels in heaven, they're nurses. Allow us to live. Right. Of course, you know, human beings are not angels, but yeah. Yeah. Let's hear it one more time. One more time. Hold on. By the way, you docs are good, but there's any angels in heaven, they're all nurses. angels. You docs are good, but if there's any angels angels in heaven, allow us to live. Right. It, you do- make you want to live. Docs, he's basically saying yeah. docs are good, but uh, nurses are angels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, they make you that, want to live. That's, the, that's, 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 that's how I feel about my nurse. Okay. I would like to see a space between words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If he's typing, uh-huh. there's no space <laughs> no, no. in any of the that's things no, that he's saying. No, there needs no. to be a space. Well, can I tell you what it is? You have to type that out. Can I tell you what it is? You wouldn't use the space bar. When your cognitive skills have either been altered by an outside force or just by some horrible disease like uh, like Alzheimer's or dementia. Talking is like when you were little and you get to the top of the hill and you let your feet off whatever you're going to glide down in and and it starts rolling. Yeah. And and you're just like, well, I hope I can keep this thing in the middle, you know. And it just <laughs> yeah. starts rolling, you know. It's just and and you can tell he's he's getting some words and he's going downhill, mm-hmm. and he just hopes they all line up they together. All right. On a much <laughs> much more sad and serious note. Uh, the president is catching some flack today because uh, there he he laughs, at, laughs at a claim, 
and and look, I understand that he doesn't want to be blamed for fentanyl overdoses. I understand you'd be offended by that if someone said it's your fault. I got that, but this is a moment you, you have to be careful for him to at least be compassionate because uh, we we have um, that's his best that's his best pitch by the way is being the compassionate guy yeah and this doesn't you know it's back back because he's done it all and had it all done to him right because you know, he can he can pull up something from the past yeah, and immediately yeah. so uh, he's a lifefender here Rick right oh. and uh, so there there's going to be a mother whose uh, whose sons have died of of the uh, of fentanyl overdoses um, and two brothers and um, so. We watch the reaction, and then we also have a the uh, we have the person who was sitting next to him, uh, or next to her, uh, that is a sheriff as well that's been dealing with this. So here's the here's the heartbreaking testimony uh, to Congress, and then Biden's reaction. She she was very specific recently, saying that a mom, a poor mother who lost two kids to fentanyl, that that I killed her sons. Well, the interesting thing is that fentanyl they took came during the last administration. <laughs> it's not funny. Well, there's no doubt that fentanyl mm-hmm. has been coming through the border. The problem is, mm-hmm. and you'll hear this in the testimonies, is that the, the amount that's coming through the last two years has never been seen before right? because yeah, there's it, no border right, control. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. it was pretty much shut down the last couple of years of Trump because of the uh, – uh, of the pandemic, they yeah, locked yeah. everything down pretty yeah. well. Right. All right. So here, here is uh, Sheriff Mark Lamb that tries to bring some uh, some levity to to all this. Here we go. I will tell you, the lines of communication were severed as it, when this administration took over. We have zero communication with the federal side, which is disappointing. Something we lost when this administration came in. So he's letting you know that Ooh, cowboy that that if if Biden is going to say, well, that came in under Trump, okay. Well, if then it's a problem, what you should have done is said, so we need to tighten up this border even more, and we need to do a better job. Instead, this administration, all, the other all attempts to keep it out of our country, they've made it now easier, more easier than ever to get it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just so that, by that's, Biden's, that's where Biden's little thing is a little flawed. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it, it is, because yeah. if he's correct in that, then he should have turned it up, not relaxed it. Right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, sometimes it makes you wonder because I think we're going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So, and mm-hmm. this is kind of like uh, you know. Don't make me quote the message. <laughs> right. Not the message. I think what should should have happened there is say, okay, so the Trump administration they they needed to do a better job to keep uh, fentanyl out of our country. So, what have you done to make it more difficult for this deadly drug to come in? So, you f- did you repair that or because it looks like there was a wall being built and then you. You shut it. You down. demonized the wall, and now we have a southern border that people just roll in, and 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 the people that live on these borders are screaming, "This is not politics. We're not safe here." Mm-hmm. And and so, do you you gonna do anything about that? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it seems like that should have been the the way. It and the, what the mom is saying, you know, my two sons died of this, but to your point, Rick, it's worse. It's and it's continuing to get worse, but nobody's right. talking about it. Right. And and everybody's over the uh, on the Mexican cartel because that's how it's getting through. But you know where they're getting it, right? Yeah, China. Yeah, but nobody's talking about it. All right, we'll come back eight six six. We be bigs the number. We'll take your phone calls next and find out what's on your mind when the Rick and Bubba show continues. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. 
so, Greg, I know that yesterday you and I were talking, and you were saying that this thing with you and and Mr. Buddy, oh, the, the yard dog, and, and you're you're kind of living the way we lived all growing up. You know what you never was never really said around our house when it came to dogs? Really, that term, what about the dog, didn't exist because no. the dog just fended for himself. Yes. Uh, the dog lived in the yard. The dog ran the neighborhood. The dog went in the woods. The whole process of taking They're care of- They're up. You like, like, I've been watching him limp for like a week, but I go, he'll work it out. Yeah. <laughs> the whole, this was all that revolved around having a dog. Mm-hmm. Anytime you wanted to, you'd do two, two, you'd get your double hand scoop of dry dog food <laughs> by, from oh, Jim yeah. Dandy, and you'd put it in a bowl, and there was some bucket next to it that kept, that, that water stayed <laughs> yeah. in. And they just get it That's when they it. want it. Yeah. And they just, just get it when the they want full. it. Yep. Yeah. You, there was never what about the dog. When you were going on vacation, you just put more food you in the bowl. You piled a big pile. <laughs> yeah. or, or if you had a neighbor that wouldn't yeah. mind walking over yeah. and dumping a little neighbor bit. Neighbor might come by. Yeah. Nobody took their animals with them. Nobody had animals in the house. No. And and the dogs just ran the neighborhood, and you had a yard dog, and he was usually a mutt, and you loved him. The hunting dogs, a little better treatment. They had a pen. They right. did. And yeah. they yeah. were the only ones that would allow to ride in a vehicle, but they would be in a dog box right. in yeah. the back. So it was yeah. a different time, but in, in frankly, a better time. They were time. the business dogs. They were working dogs. <laughs> but you have a yard dog uh, named Mr. Buddy. Yeah. It, you don't even know where it came from. No, somebody dropped him out, and I don't know how old he is. And he's, he's been injured various times over oh, the years. It's creative and, injury. And he's a survivor. Yeah, you know, we got him neutered and that calmed him down. He used to disappear for like three or four days, then he would come home all chewed up. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, ridiculous uh, wounds. I mean, he had one in his forehead one time. You could see his skull. There, thank mean, you. And we'd get him sewn up. And so he's used to getting sewn up. But he's done better. We had him neutered so he don't travel like he used to. Did he also not uh, hurt Lisa's shoulder? He did. He knocked her down and tore a rotator cuff. Right, yeah. When she landed. Uh, I forgot about buddy. that. Yeah. Muddy many addresses just because he he jumps up on oh, you. Oh, he's he's horribly he he doesn't behave well at all. <laughs> but as far as you know, like jumping on people, mm-hmm. he's getting better. He's getting older, I think. But mm-hmm. and again, I have no idea how old he is because when we got him, he was probably less than a year. But <laughs> Who I don't knows? know. Who knows? Yeah. And that's been like ten. 12 hey, years. Mr. Buddy. But uh, anyway, so I noticed you know he'd been limping on his one back leg, but I, I actually went up and looked at it and I couldn't find anything. And then I said, Well, he does that. You'll he'll run by with one up. Yep. And I thought, Well, he'll work it out. And uh, but then he walked up the other day. I get up. Lisa calls me out there and says, "You got to come look at this. There's a piece of meat hey. just ripped out of his hip. Hey, and it was still connected. So I just pushed it back in there. Greg, I'm sure you did and, that uh, really, really well. Thinking maybe it'll take. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it'll take. Because <laughs> Greg, it's not sod. I know. That's exactly. <laughs> Eric, you, that Greg. is a, a great Thank analogy. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. It's exactly what it looked like. Yeah. And look, there he is. Yeah, That's when he got in my concrete and left his footprints. <laughs> anyway, he's, he's a mix, but he's got some healer in him. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> he, got he got a little healer in him. In fact, the, the vet yesterday said, oh, a healer. He's got a little Mississippi leg hand in him. He got a well. You might as well just let me anyway. Right. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm like, I didn't like it, but I was going to let it rock on. Lisa's like, you got to do something. He's going to get infected, which that is a good point. Yeah. So the normal it took vet, your wife telling you that well, is well, what's scary. Look at, him, well, look at him choppers on him, Rick. Uh, he got them. Oh yeah, great. He put it back. Uh, Helms. I mean, it's not like it, <laughs> I, it, I think it would have eventually took maybe yeah. if yeah. he didn't get infection. Right. right. Well, anyway, so if you keep the armadillos from turning it up, exactly. So <laughs> yesterday, <laughs> yeah. So yesterday, I him, by the way, yeah. I was just going after I got off work, going to grab him and call. Well, Doctor Barry's office is shut down on Wednesdays half a day. I didn't know. That. I didn't know that. Good for so, Doctor Barry. He's trying to get to church. Yeah. So I called Lily Hubbard. And uh, he said, oh, man, I got you one. And uh, A.J. Young, and he's a young guy, right in downtown Piedmont. So his name fits him. Yes. And uh, 
I went in there and hey, work me. I called it first. Everybody was backed up at the at the vets yesterday. I couldn't find room anywhere. Mm-hmm. He said I can fit you in. Come on. Anyway, so he he let me watch. I mean, it was uh, he he bonded with Mister Buddy, took care of him. How did Mister Buddy react to him? Buddy, what he does when you know? Could he, you get him in the vehicle? This is what he asked me, uh, Doctor Young. He said, "Now, how is it with people?" I said, he's good as long as you're not pulling up in the driveway. Because he was like, you know, do I need to muzzle him? What do I need to do? I said, nah, he's fine. But when he gets there. A little bit of a step out, Greg. I put this leash on him. Right. And the minute we go in the door, he locks down and won't move. So I have to pick him up. His feet stick out straight in front of him like he's frozen. But Greg. And I carry him like this. <laughs> Which we do that anytime I have to pick him up. Right. And anyway, he just so doesn't know how to pick, deal with Greg, that. pick me up and show me. Just like that. That's it. So he doesn't know how to deal with it. He hates it. Locks it down. Yeah. And, uh. So I take him in there, and they're and look, he's doing fine. They're cutting on him, checking it out, and they, he's worried about the limping leg. Doctor Young even noticed that. He goes, "I mean, my goodness," he said, "that leg looks like it's hurting worse than the other." Did you not even bring that up? I was going to eventually get to, but he got it early. <laughs> he normally <laughs> works through man. those, though. I be I. But anyway, so he he gets to working on the guy. He don't think it's a bite. He said, "I think he's hung himself on something." Oh wow! Because in a fence or something, yeah, car or something, possibly. And uh, mm. anyway, so he finally goes, he says, look, he says, it's going to be a lot easier on him if we just knock him out. So they gave him a little shot. Sure enough, you just watch him. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> he slowly Mr. melts. Mr. Buddy going in. Yeah. And then they they clean him up, shave it, and cut it, and stitch him up, do a great job. And then they take him in there in the room. And they, so they set him in the floor, and they go, well, just watch him. He'll come back in a minute. And I, you, first of all, when they first put him down, he's motionless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the tail starts flipping a little bit. <laughs> right. By the time. He got up and he actually had a sleepy head. <laughs> <laughs> he's looking around and then he gets up and is trying to leave. I said, I think he's good. And uh, wow. all shaved up. But anyway, he uh, got it because if I couldn't get it done yesterday, which at one point I think I wasn't, well, see, I was going to somehow deal with it today, which is my late day. That's yeah, not good. That ain't no good. Lisa, I was going to let him rock on to Friday. She's like, you can't do that. My goodness, he'll be eat up with infection. So she wasn't having it. No. You know, well, even he, though he's the outside dog, she she. If he could have just got to it to lick it, he'd been fine. I know he couldn't get it good. <laughs> really? if, but the doctor did say he goes, it was actually starting to heal a little bit on top, so I guess he could reach a little. Okay. But what's funny is when he's ripped open like that, he doesn't act like he even knows it. Right. I don't know. He must have a high tolerance of pain or something. Right. That's just dog. But now he's he's, he's got. He's still what got about the, the gimp leg? He checked it out when he was knocked out, so he could move it real good, and he he came. He he, he thought it was a uh, could be like tendons in the knee or whatever because he wouldn't put it all the way down still not putting it down real good but we've got some anti-inflammatory medicine pain pill for you him. he said i got you mr buddy's got arthritis you put it in a hot dog you put in a little hot dog cut off a piece of hot dog shove it in there and he'll eat it now now to get him in the truck i know that's always oh, a, an adventure that go, uh, did you get yes. some, some turkey lunch <laughs> he hates the truck and i have to lure him out with turkey lunch and <laughs> stuff. normally he dives under the truck as i try to get him in and he barely fits he's smashed yeah. He weighed in at fifty five pounds. No, and, uh, that's pretty heavy to have to carry. Especially by when the he legs out front of him. But he uh I got him in the truck. Of course I had to clean the truck out when I got back, all the hair. Oh, you yeah. know. But I got him up and then he'll he'll collapse when I get him in and then as I'm driving he'll get, you know, kind of comfortable and all of a sudden he comes between the seats into the front seat on me while I'm driving. <laughs> okay. So when I he gets comfortable deal, in there? Yeah, so I have to deal with that. But getting him in and when we get to the vet, when you open the door, be ready because he he'll break then right. and try to run. Okay, and then he gets. So you, you know, have to be ready for that. Yeah, but once you get the the leash on him, which he hates, he'll do okay until he gets in the door and then he shuts her down. Then he shuts down. Now what? How the interaction is that standard every time? Every time, and right. interaction with other dogs. No, he don't, he don't bother them. He don't look at them or nothing. It's almost like 
It, he gets hung too in a stare, and he don't like it, and he don't mm. want to acknowledge anybody. It's too strange for him. Now, the, I, I just wish I wasn't here. I wish I was wasn't he, here. But was I'm glad he I got it dealt with yesterday. Dr. Young, thank you. And uh, was he, I, I didn't want to have to keep dealing with this the rest of the week. Was he happy when he got home? He was. He still wasn't walking very good. But, and, and he's trying to investigate how it happened, and, and the male lady's involved. Yeah, I got to talk have you to ever, her. Have you ever talked to her? I haven't, but she had, uh, you know, you, you become friends with your male lady. Oh, yeah. And she yeah. loves Buddy. She gives him milk bones. But she had come to the to the ring doorbell, and I'd done seen her earlier that day right before this happened. She said, I ain't got no packages for you because I was putting my trash can out. Lisa blamed me also because Buddy was at the end of the road with me with the trash can. She said either the dogs across the street attacked him or he got hit by a car or something. And it's my fault because I said, so I can't. I, usually he How's comes with me. Yeah. He chases cars, blame, but he right? stays in the grass. Mm-hmm. And then when I pull out, he goes back home, which is what he was doing. But anyway, but later when we get home, we were looking on the camera to see if we saw any other dogs he might have been fighting. And uh, the mail lady pulled up and came and rung the doorbell, but we weren't home. It's all, I mean, she didn't have a package. It's almost like she she must have saw. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to her eventually. Now, how do you yell back at Buddy tell him go back to the house? Oh, going back to the house, Buddy. Exactly. Okay. So, out the window. Okay. And when I do, he'll turn... So, Greg, you don't know how old Buddy is, but how long have you had him? I've had him about, I think about 2010, so we've had him at least 13 years, wow. 12, 13 So he years. is getting up there now. He's age. getting old. Yeah. Wow. But, boy, he's like a muscle, though. Yeah. He, he's in good. When he's and not a ball of up. energy. When yeah. he's not cut up. Yeah. It goes back to that thing I'm always told that dogs that have that much freedom that it bothers him. It doesn't look like it does no. to me. Oh, no. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Bubba, you're going to have to kind of include me in on this story because I honestly don't even know what you're talking about. So well, you, you'll, you'll have to update me. Th- this is like one of and those us. things where we have to ask a question. Yeah. You know, uh, we were asking the question last week, why is the Energy Department doing a, right. a study? And, you know, as we learn more about it, we find out that they are over all the labs. So right that there. does make some sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, you hope there's a, a logical answer to every question out there. What was that show where they used to have the mysteries? They go for every mystery. Yes. There's an answer. Yes. Uh, yes. You know? yeah. World's un- Unsolved Mysteries, yeah, something, something like that. Man, that was a great that show. Was a, that was a great, great show. show. I love I that I missed guy. that show. The guy who narrated it was perfect for it. Too. Wasn't it called Unsolved Mysteries? Yes. There was. Yes, you're right. Yeah. So was, uh, I can so, see the logo. Yeah. U.S. Senator John Fetterman from oh, Pennsylvania. Oh, oh, hoodie. Boy, that was weird. He is a new senator. Uh, he was recovering from a stroke. We all saw that during the campaign. Yes, we did. We all questioned why he's running for office. Now, this is not about Democrat or Republican. This is the man's health comes before all of that. If you want, yes. if you just have to have a Democrat, then get one that's healthy. You know, right? <laughs> uh, it just seemed a little strange the whole deal. So anyway, he wins the election, which again, shocking, uh, Pennsylvanians. Did you think he was going to be able to serve? And shortly after being swore in, he has been hospitalized for what they're calling depression. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, what was? And again, I, I feel for this man and sure. his family going through this. Probably uh, why you don't need to be a senator. Yeah, spending a little a hospital of, a time myself last year. Mm-hmm. I, I don't wish that on anybody. No. And. The the thing that's so odd about it, though, his wife and kids left the country saying that the publicity and the media around it was just too much. So they left and went to Canada. It just seems to me if you're hospitalized and you're struggling with depression, you would want your family around because I know having Betty there was very important to me. Um it just seems strange to me, and I, maybe I'm not understanding this. Um, 
And they say, you know, his staff put, has put out a report, or they put out uh, announcements saying that he's he's doing fine, he's on the road to recovery, um, you know, and they say that he's being briefed on Senate business every morning. Well, if I had depression, I don't think I'd want to worry about Senate business. No. You know, uh, well, that, that seems like that would make you more depressed. Well, yes. Greg, Greg has a theory that it may, depresses me. Yeah, Greg yeah. had a theory that maybe it's his family that made him depressed, and they they left. Maybe he uh, had them removed. But yeah. I, I guess I could see them saying he's being cared for. Gosh, I don't know why you wouldn't be going to see him though. Well, well yeah, and uh, we want to get out of here because we're tired of everybody. Well, let's ask this too. I don't know what part of Canada they went to, but they went to I mean, Niagara Falls, and then, then that's then pretty through there. That's not oh, a yeah, far not, trip. No, I mean, we're talking about us. Go, like Michigan. Greg has a longer trip every morning than they do back to the hospital. So I think yeah. we got to keep that in if if that is the case if that's the area they're in yeah and she also you could follow the trip uh, on her twitter account and she said uh that the um she's a little bit of a bird too well you better be yeah if you're going to marry into that she said a week ago today is when the news dropped i guess about her husband the kids were off from school and the media truck started circling our home i did the first thing i could think of and that's pack them in the car and drive and just get away from it all. Yeah. And so that's just the hounding of the media around and their kids being at the house. Well, I understand and all that. the media can be a handle for so you. The, but, but that, that but, was what she said on, on Twitter. That's not me but, paraphrasing. That's yeah, what she said. But your husband ran to be a U.S. senator. You know that goes with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's part of it. They're <clears> going to be camped out on your lawn sometimes. Yeah. Especially if you're not at the office. Um, and that's why she got away from it. Well, here's how it I sounds. Mean, it just, it just yeah. doesn't, I guess. From I'd a culture standpoint, it doesn't yeah. fit with the way that my family would deal with it. Yeah, well, and, and here's the other thing. It goes back to what the bigger point you're making. And I understand, Speedy talked about this the other day. I understand that if you're in um, uh, Pennsylvania, okay, you, uh, you hate anybody that has an R by their name so much that if anything can walk up with a D by its name, you're going to vote for it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, there's never been a better case yeah. than that. Pittsburgh yeah. and Philly, for sure. Yeah, so, yeah, that that area. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we got AOC out of the district in New York. I mean, there's some areas where there's bastions of people that I'm just like, wow. I don't. If you want to be a Democrat, that's fine. At least there's just like what happened in Chicago. But at least go get another one. <laughs> you know, at least they finally said, you know, but. But because this this person, you need somebody that can show up to work. Yeah, and this okay. is what it sounds like. I've told this story a thousand times, and and I won't say who it was because it's not important. Because he actually went on to do fine, and it's not for everybody. But you got to know what you're getting into. To Bubba's point, the story of the kid that was really really good on the track team, and he wanted to play football, and and he he thought he and we went through the winter workouts. He owned it. Anytime we had a cutoff t shirt and shorts on, he led the pack. Okay. Well, when it came time for the season preparation, preseason, we're in helmets and shoulder pads, and Thursday of the week always is the first day of full contact. And so the first three days, you just kind of move around out there in shorts and, and, and shoulder pads. And we came in from one of the shorts and shoulder pad practices, and he took his helmet off and went, whew, I hope it's not going to be that rough every day. And I said, buddy, Thursday, you're going to really hate Thursday. We're not. This is nothing. We're not started yet. Yeah. And, and 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 what it was back to Fetterman. It's like he wanted to do something, but he really didn't realize this really isn't for me. I can't take what this requires. But he went on to do great, and he was a man, and he went in and talked to, 
you know, the coaches and said, hey, I thought it was for me. It's not. And he went on. They said, hey, won't you go, you know, win us some championships in track? And and uh, that's all right. Appreciate you being man enough to come in here and face us and not just disappear, not come back. And he handled it the right way. But does Fetterman and his family, they don't know what it's like to be to take on the role of a senator? I mean, it, it's like, the, I mean, can they not hack it? And apparently not. Well, I if mean, you, I mean, he's already if, gone in in depression. If you're, what yeah, I'm saying is, he I'm was more not worried in, about Fetterman than I am his but, family. But what I'm saying is, they he didn't have he wasn't in a, a condition to do this. Well, correct, right? I mean, it's and if you don't want stroke. media yeah. out on your lawn and circling the neighborhood, then don't win the election. Don't be a senator. You, nobody cares then, right? Right. I mean, it, I, I just don't. You got to know what you're getting into. I, to me, I, it, it just looks like. If if my choice was my health and my family versus sitting being a senator, I go with health and family every time. I wouldn't want to deal with the other. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Well, hello and welcome to everyone that is joining us right now, uh, all over America and possibly even around the world, for Rick and Bubba's world's largest classroom, Read Across America. And uh, I know that we have uh, a lot of classes out there. Greg, I just saw your grandson, Ellis, is ready to go. Yes, he's got his cat in the hat hat on. Yep, he's ready. He's in, he's yeah. ready for the reading. He is ready for the reading. So hello to Ellis. I don't he's know. He's got a hat just like Bubba's got. I don't know if we've got Marin or Pistol Pace Jones involved as well. Not sure. Not sure mm-hmm. if they're out there, your grandkids. But <laughs> hello uh, to everybody that, uh, that is with us today, teachers and students. Uh, I'm holding here in my hand green eggs and ham, uh, and uh, Bubba's got his cat in the hat oh boy that that cat in the hat uh, that hat Ooh. is struggling yeah it is. <laughs> you know it is. that must go on a big cat you know <laughs> it's on the big cat yeah. That's right. it's got all it wants so green eggs and ham by dr seuss we'll all read this together uh teachers and students uh you also learn a lot about what we do for a living here this is the rick and bubba show that's mr speedy mr greg uh, mr helmsy and of course you got mr bubba and mr adler you can't see but he's going to show you uh from his little booth there uh he's going to walk you through the book so let's get started green eggs and ham uh by dr seuss uh, and we'll start with page one, and we're introduced to uh, one of our main characters, Sam himself. I am Sam. Hey, Sam. Hey, Sam. What's hey, buddy. up, buddy? What's up? Uh, and then you, you see the guy who's got to deal with Sam. He sees him going by on some sort of Seuss creature. Yeah. I am Sam. And then he comes back and doubles down, be sure he understands. Sam, I am. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Wasn't he in a famous singing group? I time? think he was one time. <laughs> Now, this guy does not seem to be a fan of Sam. Mm. Uh, as sometimes we get upset, don't we, with, with salespeople. Looks like a scout. Yeah. Uh, and here's what he says. That's Sam I am. That's Sam I am. I do not like that Sam I am. Uh. Okay. A little judgmental right out of the gate. <laughs> I and thought it was a little harsh. It was harsh. Now, Sam yeah. is going to establish what's going to happen now. He presents to him green eggs and ham and says the following. Do you like green eggs and ham? <laughs> Have you ever had something that you, if somebody asked you, you ever tried one of these? Well, he says uh, right out of the gate he's not interested in this, and here's how it goes. I do not like them, Sam I am. I do not like green eggs and ham. Crystal clear. Mm-hmm. Okay? Well, Sam now starts to suggest that maybe there's still opportunity for him, and he says, would you like them here or there? 
So you see the scowl on, on the face of the guy that Sam's got a lot been, of stuff. Been if you yeah, that, he can yeah, really whoop yeah, it out. Yeah, we have people, kids, that go out and say, "Would you like Rick and Bubba's show?" <laughs> uh, I would not like them here or there. I would not like them anywhere. I do not like green eggs and ham. I do not like them, Sam. I am, and he's really right now. He's telling them to talk to the hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. He's, he's giving him the hand. Yeah. Would you like them in a house? Would you like them with a mouse? See, Sam could be a great car salesman. <laughs> and some of you who your dad sell cars, they, they probably learned from this book. Mm-hmm. Okay? Would you eat them in a box? Would you eat them with a fox? You see what Sam's doing here, kids. He's saying it's a foregone conclusion that you're going to try it. I'm just figuring out where we're going to do it. That's mm-hmm. right. Okay? Right. Right. I'd be careful right. eating with a fox. I so. would, too. Be very, very yeah. leery of that. Very leery of that. There's a lot of times they have rabies, kids. <laughs> Not in a box, not with a fox, not in a house, not with a mouse. I would not eat them here or there. I would not eat them anywhere. I would not eat green eggs and ham. I do not like them. Sam, I am. Are we clear on this? No, I don't think he likes Thanks. Hmm. Would you, could you, in a car, eat them, eat them? Here they are. I would not, could not, in a car. You may like them. You will see. You may like them in a tree. Uh-oh. Again, don't kids. Be careful in a tree. Kids, no. a tree. kids yeah. we don't drive cars up trees. We don't get up in trees and try to eat. And keep your seatbelt on at all times. Right. I would not, could not in a tree, not in a car. You let me be. Hmm. Uh, back off. <laughs> I do not like them in a box. I do not like them with a fox. I do not like them in a house. I do not like them with a mouse. I do not like them here or there. I do not like them anywhere. I do not like green eggs and ham. I do not like them, Sam. I am. Here's Sam proving again he's the greatest salesperson of all time. Mm -hmm. It's just like water off a duck. A train. A train. A train. A train. Could you, would you on a train? Hmm. Be careful now. They derail a lot, apparently. All right. Not on a train. Not in a tree. Not in a car. Sam, let me be. I would not, could not in a box. I could not, would not with a fox. I will not eat them with a mouse. I will not eat them in a house. I will not eat them here or there. I will not eat them anywhere. I do not eat green eggs and ham. I do not like them, Sam I am. Woo. Say. Doesn't like them. <laughs> Say. In the dark, here, in the dark, would you, could you, in the dark? I would not, could not, in the dark. You're tried to eat in the dark. It's no, it's not. Yeah, it's tough. No, yeah. Did that it's one time. Preferred. Fork to the mm-hmm. ear. <laughs> would you, could you, in the rain? Don't think I want wet food. Mm. I would not, could not, in the rain, not in the dark, not on a train, not in a car, not in a tree. I do not like them, Sam, you see, not in a house, not in a box, not with a mouse, not with a fox. I will not eat them here or there. I do not like them anywhere. Man, come on. <laughs> Come on, bro. How much more clear I got to be like this? And here, here's this is my favorite Sam statement of the whole book. You don't like green eggs and ham? Golly, I love that. Just be clear. Uh-huh. <laughs> now he's exhausted. Yeah. I do not like them, Sam. I am. Could you? Would you? With a goat? Mm. I would not. Could not. With a goat. Would you? Could you? On a boat. Do you, do you realize how many times this guy's told Sam I'm out on green eggs and ham? He just, more scenarios. Maybe I hadn't found the right scenario yet. I could not, would not on a boat. I will not, will not with a goat. I will not eat them in the rain, and I will not eat them on a train, not in the dark, not in a tree, not in a car. You let me be. I do not like them in a box, and I do not like them with a fox. I, I will not eat them in a house, and I do not like them with a mouse. I do not like them here or there. 
I do not like them, all caps, anywhere. <laughs> Is that pretty clear? <laughs> I do not like green eggs and ham. For the love. I do not like them, Sam I am. <laughs> Just please. I mean, he's, he's, almost, he's almost begging now. <laughs> Where do you think he was headed before Sam came along? Oh, man. Off to a better day. He was trying to read a newspaper. Yeah, he just yeah. wanted to read. Of course, mm-hmm. the kids don't know what a newspaper is anymore. <laughs> Listen to Sam now. You not you do not like them, so you say. Try them, try them, and you may. Try them, and you may. I say. <laughs> Look at <laughs> him. He now he's beating him down as great salespeople do. Mm-hmm. Sam, if you will let me be, I will try them. And you will see. I love all the animals that are in the water with mm-hmm. them. Look, here's mm-hmm. the moment. Everybody see the moment right here? Oh, yeah. Here it is. <clears throat> see it? This oh, is the moment. Yeah, we, he's trying to decide. Everybody's looking. It got, doesn't look got kind of a bad attitude about it. Mm-hmm. And he tries them. And kids, look what, look at what happens. Say, I like green eggs and ham. I do. I like them, Sam I am. And I would eat them in a boat. And I would eat them with a goat. And I will eat them in the rain and in the dark and on a train and in a car and in a tree. They are so, so good, you see. Hmm. How about that? So I will eat them in a box. And I will eat them with a fox. And I will eat them in a house. And I will eat them with a mouse. And I will eat them here and there. Say Everybody say it. I'll eat them anywhere. Anywhere. Anywhere, anywhere baby. Anywhere. I like green eggs and ham. I do so like green eggs and ham. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. I am. Wow. That's there how you get on the Christmas hey, card. How about list. That? Read, wow. read across America. Read across America. Kids, I don't know whether your family listens to the Rick and Bubba show or not, but but maybe this approach. Uh, maybe the reason why you, you're not listening to the show or watching the show, you hadn't tried us. You know, and you're thinking, there's no way I'd listen to that. No, but maybe you tried and you will see. Uh, Would like, you eat it with a mouse? Uh, yeah. Maybe you'll listen, you know, in, <laughs> in a, a box. Yeah. <laughs> Would you listen with a fox? That's right. Maybe you'll you know, in listen in a box. I mean, it's uh, you may listen here or there. You might want to just listen anywhere. So I just want to let just you know that. Suggestion. Thank you all so much, teachers. Thank you. Thank you students, Thank for being with you. us uh, for the 2023 edition of Rick and Bubba's World's Largest classroom and go back and behave yourself for the rest of the day tag us in those pictures right learn how to read it's important you got to read ellis just keep your hat on (laughs) ellis looking sharp baby huh great uncle rick in the house all right bottom of the hour (laughs) so let's get into a little bit of uh, politics here uh merrick garland the attorney general I, I guess now he it, it's finally gotten to his turn to be grilled uh, over the job that he has done, and then of course not done. Uh, there, there's people upset with the you know how it seems that some people are protected uh, against violence, other people aren't. People of faith, it looks like they're getting targeted. Uh, this kind of stuff. The Supreme Court justices, when people were protesting them, uh, we we failed to protect them. Um, and and, 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 and it's, against, it's against the law to do that. Yeah, it's against mm-hmm. the law. So Merrick Garland uh, is uh, is going to get, um, uh, I mean, grilled, I guess, is mm-hmm. the best word I could use, right? So, yeah. so we'll just start with a full exchange between Senator Josh, uh, is it Hawley? Hawley. Uh, yeah. And Attorney General Merrick Garland. Now, this is long. 
Uh, so I, I, we probably may not do all of it, but uh, but we will we will at least you'll get a good feeling on, on this one. So here we go. <clears throat> Attorney General Garland, let, let me just ask you, d does your department have a problem with anti-Catholic bias? Uh, our department um, is. Uh, 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 oh, he put him in his mm -hmm. place. He did. Oh, wow, wow. Y'all, I'm so sorry. We're sitting here on YouTube listening to it. I'm so sorry. I was sending it to YouTube and not y'all, so let's start that over. Okay. Right. <laughs> Attorney General Garland, let, let me just ask you, d does your department have a problem with anti-Catholic bias? Uh, our department um, is, uh, yeah. uh, uh, protects all religions um, and mm -hmm. all ideologies. It does not have... Uh, any uh, bias against any religion of any kind. Well, you could have surprised me because given the resources that you are expending and the apparently intelligence assets that you are deploying against Catholics, it appears, and other people of faith while simultaneously turning a blind eye while people are executed gang style in the streets of our cities, including in my home state, I, your answer, frankly, surprises me. Let's talk about the Mark Hout case, for example. You've been asked about this already today, and frankly, your answers really astound me. This is a case where a Catholic pro-life demonstrator, father, was accused of disorderly conduct in front of an abortion center. The local prosecutor, the Philadelphia district attorney, who is a Democrat, a liberal, very progressive, declined to prosecute. There was a private suit that got dismissed. And then after all of that, your Justice Department sent between 20 and 30 armed agents in the early morning hours to the Houck's private residence to arrest this guy after he had offered to turn himself in voluntarily. Here's the photo. Once again, you can see the long guns. You can see the ballistic shields. You can see that they're wearing bulletproof vests. Why did the Justice Department do this? Why did you send 20 to 30 SWAT-style agents and a SWAT-style team to this guy's house when everybody else had declined to prosecute and he'd offered to turn himself in? Determinations of how to make arrests under arrest warrants are made based uh, by the tactical operators um, in the uh, district. They are not but you surely looked into it by this point, right? You, you know the answer. Surely they all I know is what uh, the FBI has said, which is that they made the decisions on the ground as to what was safest and easiest. So they you're, do not agree with your description of what happened on the scene. You don't agree with my description. I'm pointing out what the photo is. There are agents here who have long guns and ballistic shields. Let's take a look at the hardened criminals that your <laughs> Justice Department sent these armed agents to go terrorize on that morning. Here they are. Here they are at mass. Here's the seven children with Mr. Houck and his wife. In this early morning, they were all at home. Mrs. Houck has said repeatedly the children were screaming. They feared for their lives. You've got these agents demanding that he come out. They've got the gun, she said, pointing at the house and at them. He has offered to turn himself in. And this is who you go to terrorize. What's really interesting to me is this seems to directly contradict your own memorandum about the use of force at the Justice Department. You say officers may use only the force that is objectively reasonable to effectively control an incident. Are you telling me that in your opinion as Attorney General, it was objectively necessary to use 20 or 30 SWAT-style agents with long guns and ballistic shields for these people? 
What I'm saying is that decisions about how to go about this were made on the ground by FBI agents. So you're saying you don't know? I'm, I'm saying what I just said. Which is that you're abdicating responsibility? I'm not abdicating responsibility. Then give me the answer. Is Do you think, in your opinion, you are the Attorney General of the United States. You are in charge of the Justice Department. And yes, sir, you are responsible. The so F give me an answer. The FBI does not agree with your description. I'm not asking about the FBI. You are the Attorney General. Give me your answer. Do you think that it was objectively reasonable and they followed your guidelines in sending 20 to 30 armed agents to terrorize these people? Yes or no? The facts I have, which are those presented by the FBI, are not consistent with your description. So then let's go, let's go to, to 16B. I'm sorry, 16A. Hey, well, yeah, that's good too, though. So let's, let's get to the end, uh, and he's, you're going to hear Josh. Uh, well, I mean, he really went after him. Yeah. Hawley uh, basically uh, wrapping up uh, what he's saying to him yeah. uh, with, with this line. Listen to this. The district attorney declines to prosecute. The private suit's dismissed. You use an unbelievable show of force with guns that I just note liberals usually decry. <laughs> We're supposed to hate long, long guns and assault-style weapons. You're happy to deploy them against Catholics and innocent children. Happy to. And then you haul them into court and a jury acquits him in one hour. I just suggest to you that that is a disgraceful performance by your Justice Department and a disgraceful use of resources. So, so he takes, does all this, the FBI does all this, and, and as he said, he won't take responsibility and say what he thinks they should have done because he has the authority to say that. Mm -hmm. and, and they take these, these people into court, and the court acquits them in an hour. Uh, and, and we've well, seen that kind of force. Once again, we we've seen this with the it's Trump crazy. folks, uh, how they they raid these people's houses in the middle of the night with the helicopters and all this. And I, you know, I don't think it's the FBI agents on the ground. I think they're just following orders, what they're being told to do. But you know, to the point, Merrick Garland is the head guy. You got to take responsibility. I mean, I think I would say, you know, we need to look into that. That does look. Yeah, exactly. what's wrong with saying that? I mean. That, if you're the head guy, you're the head guy. I understand some decisions are made locally. You don't make every decision. But, you but can... when you see a decision that's wrong, you should have oversight of it. That's why you get the title. That's why you have the job. I'm thankful he is not on the Supreme Court, and I think every day that was so right that we blocked him. Yeah, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Well, that's, uh, that, that has been heated and it will, it will continue to be heated. And um, uh, it sounds like that Merrick Garland is going to just come back every single time they ask him something and put all the responsibility on the people on the ground and ignore that he actually is their supervisor. You know, back to the earlier topic. Superior. Look at the people who were accused, accused, mm -hmm. some charged, the way they were attacked by the FBI yep. with these raids in the middle of the night. Literally, the helicopter swinging off ropes coming in to get these guys. Right. 
versus the non-prosecution of Hillary Clinton, yep. the non-prosecution of Hunter Biden, yep. and all of this. I mean, it's just it's no, so it's obvious it's a political hack. If you would if you would use the same measuring stick on everybody, whether it be heavy-handed or not heavy-handed, at least you would look like you were doing your job exactly. that you swore to uphold and not be a political hack, which he is and always has been. Exactly. And it's an embarrassment. It is. Uh, wrapping up this hour, I, I'm out. The guys will take you the rest of the way on the uh, on the live show. Lord willing, I'll be back with the guys tomorrow. Uh, enjoyed our time together. Take care of the guys and uh, until we get back all together again tomorrow. Find all the ways to get the Rick and Bubba show, whether you want it live or archive, right there at rickandbubba.com. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We've got a couple of stories here we still want to mention. Uh, one of them concerns Deion Sanders, but Ham said that he had a you, – you have a question you oh, wanted to, watch out. to ask. It's not, watch it's out. It's not life-changing. I've just been wanting to ask you this for Do a few weeks now. <laughs> and, and, and it goes to your arms. His so hands. I know you had you've you've had some procedures and some yep. things done and and I wanted to know the mindset behind why shave half your arm instead of all of your arm and why did did you shave both of them yes. in that spot so yeah. why was did you not know which arm was it you both arms how and and, and why it's, both it's, pretty much, it's pretty much grown <laughs> back now. and and why did why did you just not go ahead and shave the whole thing? Well, I, I didn't want to shave my whole arm, and I just hate the way that tape when they put the IVs yeah. in. To I get me, that. I get why you did that. To me, that, that may I, be the most painful thing of the whole yeah. deal. Did you just go ahead and shave your whole body? Mm. No, only <laughs> only where I think they're going to stick something. You know. So did they actually stick in both arms, or you just <laughs> yeah. went ahead and said, I want to shave both in case they need both? Well, usually what we do is we have a uh, CAT scan. On one day. Okay. And that's every 90 days. And they do give you the dye. So they have to start an IV. And then the next day I have to have blood work done, and they usually do it in the other arm. And then they put something over it. But I never know which arm they're going to use at the CAT scan. So And they've done both. And, of course, if I shave left, they'll go. So I get that. That makes sense. uh, (laughs) If they give you a shot in the butt, do you shave your butt? Uh, Uh, Greg, usually not. Eat your peanuts. (laughs) I hear you cracking them over there. If I know that they're going to do the the EKG, I will shave my chest. Because that hurt. Oh, my last physical, it was time for them to do that. And, boy, I'm going to tell you. I can't take body hair being pulled just no, can't that, take that it. Hurt. just can't take they it. um they did a ekg on dad the other day to at his cardiologist visit and uh of course man. i mean i that, hey, i get my hairy uh body from him and oh. uh hey that hairy chest and she was just pulling them stuff. little round stickers i mean how do you even get them to stick I and, know, you know i know uh, it's tough Boy, i man. probably shouldn't worry and think like this but i was just thinking if i and i don't want to shave my arms either although there was a point in my life where i did uh, but I would. It would drive me nuts to know that I had cut it off like yeah. half. Like yeah, I would have like just went half ahead. the yard because every day I'd look down and so see your hair's gone there, mm-hmm. half of your arm. Yeah. Well, I, and so I would have. It grows from a back. personal standpoint. Yeah, it would have drove me nuts. Well, you know? I try not to cut it in a straight line, so it's like you know You're trying to blend it a little yeah. bit. <laughs> But it, it's pretty much grown back now. Just it's close. Well, that, and that was going to be the second part yeah. to the question. Are you at a point where you feel like it's back? 
Uh, I can it's, still it's, see a little. Yeah, thinning, it's a little bit but, thicker down lower, mm-hmm. but uh, oh, it's thick. You can be like you know, a cyclist. I, I and probably, shave you know, the that. time of year probably had something to do with it too. Since it was winter and it was cold, you know, I was trying to hang on to what hair I could. Now, if it's summer, <laughs> I mean, that's how your hair hair makes a tremendous difference in how cold you are. Yeah. Uh, if it's if it's ninety degrees in the summer, I might shave the whole thing. Uh-oh. Well, I'm trying surprised y'all haven't been on me because i had to shave my arms for the last dermatologist visit uh yeah. because i had so many spots on my top of my forearm you couldn't get through all and, that well it's like looking through the weeds i mean it you is. gotta i mean you gotta just but shave you shaved down. all of yours well yeah yeah right. just from my elbow down. Arm down. Pit. elbow down you didn't yeah. leave half yeah how about your armpits and i think um, too they weren't I think up under well, the they, uh, they did check actually the, the morning that i was going <laughs> you know i was kind of running late and mm-hmm. i really didn't have time to to you know, cut the whole thing off either. So all of that kind of plays okay. into it. Oh, right. So yeah. it's it's not it's not all that complicated. But yeah, <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. I just know when people usually shave their arms, they shave all the their arm. arm, and I and it just caught me off mm-hmm. guard. And I've yeah. been wanting to ask that. Right. Yeah, it just looks like I got gloves on. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it looks, that's it, what it looks yeah. like. God, that's amazing. <laughs> when I've had to shave my knee too, I usually don't shave my whole leg with it. I just shave the just area the of the knee that's mm-hmm. you know, under whatever's being done. So you look like you're wearing gloves and you got mittens on. <laughs> yeah. No, I look like I have welding gloves on. Yeah. yeah. All the way up. Yeah. And knee-high socks. <laughs> Knee, knit socks. Yeah. I. Uh, All right. Well, I tell you, I, but it, I, it, it it does it does work because to your point, especially <clears throat> when they're taking blood, it depends on the veins and stuff and 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 how they react. Yeah. But uh, normally, that's not where the. I mean. It's not going to touch much hair because it's on the inside part. You know, it it all depends on how they wrap it up or what they, you know, I like that stuff they use. uh, It's kind of like tape, but it's it's not tape, but it's stretchy. Yeah. What do they call it? It's got a name. I can't think of the name. Blue or green. Yeah. 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 That that stuff works good. It puts that cotton ball in there. Yeah. 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 I like that. I'm proud of that one. Yeah. But I tell you, that tape they put the IV down with. Man, that stuff. I believe yeah. it would. You could hold asphalt together with it. You know. Yeah. Hey, no, you're not. Right. Yeah. I mean, well, it, it hurts when it comes off. <laughs> I think, it's, I think it's flex tape that they're using. Well, it, it might be. It, it like might it. be. My goodness. Put it in a screen door. Right. Right. And then I found <laughs> a picture of Greg's legs. He's doing this too. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh my gosh! Look at that, y'all. Those are hair shorts. <laughs> Those are hair bu- cycle shorts. <laughs> Good night. Mine's not quite that bad. My, hair, arms, my legs, the hair on me now is just it's gone. It, yeah. it won't grow back. I've I've never checked out y'all's legs. Y'all got hairy legs? Mm-mm, I don't. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Huh? He had hairy legs. I ain't got hairy I've got legs. hair on them, but yeah. I don't know. I don't it's, not lot, it's, lot, it's not a lot. Yeah. I don't think you'd look at my legs and go, gosh, Ham, she got some hairy legs. Yeah. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And to Greg's point, I've got a few spots that don't grow hair pant. like I, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know what something. it is. Because mine calves. Because mm. I don't care. Yeah. No, I don't Reese either. has really been struggling. He's only 18, but getting a full beard to come in, he's got patches. Yeah, I you know, same and, here. I yeah. never had a great beard. I think right. where I can grow it, that's the back of my neck where I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't that isn't that the case? <laughs> yeah. Hair always. Oh yeah. Back of my neck and nose hair seem to have come oh, in pretty yeah. good. My no problem. Goodness. Well, I'll run no. that trimmer up in there. Oh, <laughs> I, I'll choke it down. If, <laughs> if you could transplant <laughs> nose hairs and butt hair. You know, um, you'd have it made. <laughs> Good night. What well, a combination, buddy. How about that?
Sorry for the influence we are on you, buddy. Your head looks great, but it stinks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when I was a kid, a wearing, gamey. When I was a kid in Texas, uh, growing up, I'd be wearing boots. Yeah. And your boots will run a uh-huh. line uh-huh. on yeah. your calf. Yeah. I look so stupid. You thought for you were a cowboy? Yes, yeah. I was a cowboy. <laughs> you loved those boots too, didn't you? Where was oh, that? Yeah. San Antonio. San Antonio. San Antonio. San Antonio. Eating a burrito. Greg, why does your head stink? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Speedy with Bubba. Rick, back tomorrow. Had to leave a little early today, but a busy show. We wrap up the week tomorrow, Bubba. Speedy, it is a big and busy show as always. We have a lot of events to tell you about happening over the weekend. It is the Friday edition, so things will get a little crazy in here. We want you to be a part of it at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out a. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.